0: Welcome to the Alliance Experience Podcast, a real estate podcast talking all things property management with a side of banter. Your hosts are Sam Riley and myself, Kelly Johnson. Welcome back to the Alliance Experience Podcast for another exciting episode. I feel like I use the word exciting. I'm excited about podcasting. Nicholas, welcome. Are you excited? I'm always excited. <laughs> I love that you're here, but I feel like I also have a cup of soup in my teeth.
1: So. I'm not going to lie. I can see it from here. Can you actually? No,
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was just trying to quickly eat a cup of soup and now we're recording, so it's all happening. So Nick Nesbitt is back again. Thank you for coming. Anytime. And today we thought we will talk about the process of selling a rental property, but more importantly, selling the property that I actually rent. So luckily for me, I was renting renting privately and then the owners decided to sell and using Nick from work. Lucky for you. Well, none of it has been lucky, <laughs> but I just feel like we can talk firsthand experience yeah what happened, the whole situation, you can talk from an agent side of things and I can talk from a tenant side of things.
1: Get point of view from both sides of the fence.
0: Yeah. And I think this is good for people to hear because they may never have experienced it or sometimes as property managers, they can't relate to how a tenant feels because they've also never experienced it. Yep. So, I thought we will just basically start at the beginning and go from there. This
1: could end up in you and I having a fight. (laughs) Just so you know.
0: There's no hate between except I'm still mad at you. Guys, Nick proposed to (laughs) his longtime girlfriend when he was in Europe. And he didn't tell me beforehand. I actually
1: lied to you a lot.
0: Oh my actually lied. Charlie
1: Um, knew what was going on, apparently.
0: No, you didn't. (laughs) Producer Charlie's looking at me.
1: Pretend she knew.
0: I'm still mad at him about that. So you're lucky you're here.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: (laughs) So going back to the beginning. I was actually asked to appraise this property last year for a rental appraisal and it had been vacant for two years. Um, Owners moved up north. They had owned the property for 20 plus years and they were very nervous, obviously, about renting it out because it had been their family home. So, I went out, gave them an appraisal, jokingly said, Oh, I'd rent this. I'd move in, <laughs> and you know what I'm like—like like, joking, but also serious,
1: looking at the same time. Yeah, always.
0: Yeah. Um, and she actually took me seriously and said, "Would you want to move in?" And I sort of had to be like, "Oh, like, okay." Had to show Ash, see if it would work, see if we could do it. Um, the house that we were renting already was also getting sold by Harcourts. <laughs> 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 I, I'm saying been this. it, I honestly like poor me. Um. So basically from there, spoke to the owner, got everything signed, sealed, and delivered, and she said, happy to have you guys. We'll do a 12-month lease. We were considering selling, but now we've got you as a tenant. We will hold on to it. Yep. So moved in in October, and yeah, all was smooth, happy days. Then come... February. So in Feb, the owner would have texted me. So I, to just to preface, I'm renting privately. I've been in the industry for a long time. I'm comfortable in doing that. I don't recommend people doing that. Yep. Nick?
1: No, go- absolutely not. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, but like for me, it's completely fine because yep. I'm comfortable. Um, so come February, the owner texts me and said, they're leaving up north and they are looking to move back to Perth south of the river Vibes yep. um because they need to buy something they need to get like an appraisal on the house yep. so cool I left the keys locked the dogs up um, they had two one agent in and then I knew they were getting obviously us in yep. um and then they got us in on a Friday afternoon. So I had said, look, I may be home, like Ash will be there, he's FIFO, but he'll be home. Um, and they're like, oh, that's fine. Like, we just want to have a look at the house, he can be out the shed, no worries. Did
1: they attend with the other agent? Or- yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. So they were there at both, you know, they've known this house like the back of their hands, they're very yep. invested. So they were there at both. And then I got home from work, said obviously hello, um, And then I was, like, super awkward. Like, my kids needed dinner and we always sit out the back. (laughs) Like, you obviously know my house. Yep. We always sit out the back. And, like, the owners are there talking and being like, oh, you know, we're not selling. Like, they're just, you know, giving us the price but it's your home until October. Like, you're all good here. And I was like, it's fine. Like, you don't owe me any explanation. I'm a tenant. Yep. So it was said a lot. really
1: emphasising the fact that they're not selling.
0: I think that's what probably – like made me the most nervous because they kept emphasising it. And, like,
1: getting, and getting multiple people through. Yeah.
0: So, yep. so yeah. it was like I, but then, you know, me being me, I also sort of thought maybe they didn't like the prices that other people had put on it. So yep. they kept going until they got the heard the price that they wanted for finance reasons. Yep, yep. So like that was that and then I didn't hear anything for two weeks and I was like, cool, no news. Happy days. Ha- yep. Yeah, yep. they're obviously buying something, all good. And then I get a missed call from the owner. And, hey, Kel, um, can you, like, it's blah, blah, can you call me back? I just want to talk to you about selling the house. You know, like when you're is wor- it, is
1: This is from an owner that's always text you. Always. All the way through and then first time she's ever called. Yep.
0: So firstly, I was like, something's off because she's called me. And yeah. I love that you vibed yeah. that. Um, and I just called her back and I was like, hey. And she was like, she sort of sounded like emotional. She was like, oh, look, you know, we've decided to sell. We're really sorry, but we just want it gone now. <laughs> so, we just want the whole thing done, science and delivered now. Yep. And I was like, uh, cool. Uh, no worries. So, she's like, so can you get photos like this week? Now, as you know, <laughs> Ash is FIFO. Um,
1: I you're two, a stressaholic.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I have two children and two dogs. Like, this, my life is busy. You only had one dog at that stage. True, true. Like excuses. <laughs> I almost swore then. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I booked the photos for two weeks' time and then went into panic mode. It was the house was to be staged perfectly. Everything was to be done. Photos got done, got them back because obviously they used a the photographer I knew. Yep. I was so excited. Like, I was yep. so happy with them. I I hated them. Really? Yep. Didn't oh, didn't one. you know no, this? I didn't
1: hear
0: that one, no. Yeah, owner the yeah. photos didn't like that there wasn't enough scenic shots, so like out the bedroom. Oh, women. no, I did hear
1: this, yes. Yeah? Yep, yep. yep. Um, the views of the rooms. The correct. Yep.
0: They also didn't initially have drone photos, yep. So, which I think when you're selling rural is massively it's important. Yep. Um, There wasn't any photos of inside the shed. Now, preface, we had asked yep. personally to not have the inside of the shed photograph because. Which
1: you're rightfully entitled to do. Yeah,
0: yeah. like it's. An expensive inside of a yep. shed. Um, but yeah, they were like not happy. Yeah. So then, like, it was talks that, you know, the photographer was going to come back. Did we're we going to have to get a new shoot done? Um, blah, blah, blah from there. And then, house been on the market. Yep. Home opens begun. <laughs> so, all the joys. But I just want to like tell the people, like, this isn't normal and it's, you can step in at any time.
1: Yeah, correct. So we'll, we'll probably backtrack a bit there as well but this is a very unique situation in that it is a private agreement between mm-hmm. tenant and owner mm-hmm. uh, so things are probably emphasized a bit more whereas when you've got a property manager involved there's a bit more control over the situation and you are also very easy going but i'm not I, I call you a pushover
0: <laughs> but Phil, i feel like i'm not but you are <laughs> i just don't want to upset anybody
1: correct that's it you're always out to please so if someone said hey we're going to come back and take photos of your house again although you're going to be upset about it, you're just going to allow it.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll yeah. give you that. That's a fair call.
1: Yeah. So you, you do try and please too much. So you say yes a lot.
0: Yeah, when, when the normal person has every right to correct, say no.
1: Correct, You know, nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, your photo is going to be fine first time around. Yeah. You know, this, this one out of 100 situation, I don't want to put it out there and scare people, but it does happen, but mm-hmm. it's very rare.
0: So. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, like, I... And very house proud. Like yep. as a person, I'm like I move into any house and I want to make it my home. That's my vibes. Yep. Um, but like a tenant doesn't really have any obligation to dress the house per se for photos, yeah?
1: I wish every tenant was like you and house proud. <laughs> I've said that multiple times to her and I'll put it on record. It's the amount that we – what we usually get at a photo shoot is nothing compared to what you did. And continue to do.
0: So, this is why don't rent privately because I do not feel appreciated by my landlord. hope they don't listen to this. Well, maybe they should. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like I feel like you've said, like you as an agent have always been very grateful for me. Yep. But I would do it if it was your if it was Joe Bloggs down the road yep. because I would want my tenants to do that for me. Yep. But I think if you're renting, it's like – the property manager is also really appreciative like I know our girls would be yep, so definitely. then they would be putting that back to the owner oh look they're so accommodating they're letting you come through here and do this where I've sort of missed out on that so yeah. while
1: the more happy people you get in the line the easier it's going to be for anyone right yeah so let's say you've got in a normal situation you've got your, your tenants that live in the house you've got a property manager you've got a sales rep and then you've got the, owners, the owner. Yep. and then you throw in to buy later mm. you've got all five groups happy It makes the process so much more simpler and easier to go, but all five people have to appreciate where everyone else is in the chain for that to work. Yeah. And sometimes like this situation we've seen disconnection between certain parties and and that's caused the upset and the bad fuel and the the vibes aren't as good as what they could be.
0: And I think that's also because like the sellers slash landlords aren't also aware of their Rights and my rights. Obligations,
1: yeah, Yeah. definitely. But like even
0: as tenant, like obviously because I rent privately, they would rock up like whenever. You know, they had stuff in their shed for some point. So like I remember it was I think like two days after New Year's or something when they came and emptied the shed and like we had had a party so we still have people there. Yeah. And they were emptying the shed. And like, I refused to go up. I was hungover. And,
1: and this isn't a shed you can access from a side street and <laughs> no, not visible. This they is have to my drive house. past your bedroom. Yeah, or exactly. Drive past your alfresco where you spend a lot of time.
0: So they, and I, I never, like you've said, I never had issues with them coming or going, but I don't think they realise that like I have the right to quiet enjoyment. Correct. So I think that like I don't recommend people renting privately.
1: I'm like gonna, I'm going to circle back to me calling you a pushover. Have you ever told them
0: not to come? No. <laughs> Except this week, but we'll Except get to way. that. Yeah. Um because yeah, anyway. So houses on the market, home opens are happening, and people are coming, obviously. And the feedback was nothing like it's an older home. Yep. Um, as you would admit.
1: I wouldn't say it's an older home, but it's it's a very it's unique tired. home. Yeah. It's a very unique home. It's twenty years old. It it, it does have renovations through certain. Oh areas. yeah. My kitchen um, bathrooms are starting. But With with the rural blocks, you've either got the really old character homes or you've got the really new modern homes and you didn't fit into really any category there.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. You were sort of
1: stuck in the middle of what people wanted.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a lot to compare to.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, rural is very different. You get all all things out there but you were stuck in the middle of the main two requirements for people.
0: So then owners were getting frustrated because I think genuinely – they thought it would go on and yep. be sold in a week. Yep. Like I genuinely do.
1: Yeah, and and that's probably at this point what they had been led to believe by the agent they appointed.
0: Yeah. So we're going to quickly touch on that. Uh,
1: I'm happy to. Yeah. Okay. okay. So- I, I haven't been introduced into this part of the sales <laughs> okay. process yet. So so
0: initially they appointed another agent and. um they didn't they didn't gel within our brand. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Harcourt. Yeah. Um the seller and the agent did not gel. At the end of the day, it's that simple. Yep. Uh, it does happen.
1: Yeah, personality just, clashes happen. Absolutely. Uh, it's a part of life. So.
0: And I think um the seller didn't appreciate how the agent was giving feedback, but the agent was being honest, yep. maybe a little bit too blunt. Yep. Because obviously like sometimes we all know men talking to women can be a little bit hard.
1: Some people go straight to the point. Some mm-hmm. people put all the fluff on it as well. Well, you would fluff. Have, yep, yeah. Yep.
0: So, they were with this other agent and it obviously wasn't selling and they were getting feedback and there wasn't any probably positivity mm. in the feedback which then put the owners really offside. Yep. So, obviously, I rent privately so they bring me because, yep. you know, I'll miss fixer. No in industry. <laughs> yep. And said, look, this is the situation, Kel. We're not happy. What do you want to do? So I spoke to our licensee. He then spoke to them. So yep. he had a massive, long conversation with her. I think maybe like two or three phone calls, to be honest. And it was then decided that yourself would be appointed to the yep. property. Um. So, which great for me because me and you are friends outside yep. of work. Yeah, yep. makes um, it a bit easier. And like, I'm super comfortable. So then, obviously, you stepped in, and the floor is yours. Floor is mine. <laughs> what did I
1: do? <they> do? <laughs> Um, Yeah, so again, it probably came down to that was required due to personality clashes more than anything. Yeah, Um, You know, as we said, some people are very direct on their feedback and some people enjoy the fluff and everything that comes with that. Um, So you sort of know what you're signing up for when you take on something like this. But we within the brand do really well in that, you know, if it is happening, we'll always put a stop to it and, and make sure that the owner's looked after and and you know fit with the right person. So, and
0: that's the same in property management. Yeah, like just correct. going off track. If yep. an owner doesn't like doesn't vibe their property yep. manager, we will swap them. Yep. Because like we've said, sometimes yep. it just people don't gel and yep. that's that.
1: And it's it's not bad service. It's correct. not uh you know doing anything wrong. It's just personality clashes.
0: Yep. It happens. I agree. It's part
1: of life. You know, you, you there's so much out there that talks about personality working with and Different. who they work best with. Yeah, agree. Um, I think they bracket them by colours and all that nowadays. They do, so, yes. Yeah. Um so yeah took it took it over from there. We actually did a bit of a full reset on the campaign.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So what does that mean?
1: So you had photos done Mm -hmm. and we knew at that point the sellers didn't really love those photos. There Mm -hmm. were some missing uh, items there. So we as a brand stood in and went, okay, well, we're going to help you. Um, we upgraded the property on all the websites. We turned some photos from what were daytime shoots into nighttime
0: shoots, which I loved because which, there was a thought you yep. were going to come and have to do another. Photo we show. nearly
1: we nearly uh, annoyed Kelly for a twilight oh, shoot, put so right a the spot with the kids right on dinner time. Yeah, uh, thankfully we can work our way around those, and but we did get drone shots taken, yes. which I think was a necessity from Absolutely. the start. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, when you got seven acres worth of land.
0: You, you want to show it, it off it.
1: exactly. So we we did do that. We turned some daytimes into nighttimes. Uh, we put the floor plans up, uh, changed a few things, and then relaunched it as a mini campaign, knowing that again it wasn't going to sell overnight. So what we did is, I think you already had the deal in place, but a weekend off and a weekend on for home opens.
0: So basically, just a suit when Ash was home. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Makes it a bit easier. Makes it a bit easier with you with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going around cleaning the house every sad day for home opens and then potentially view-ins during the week as well. So yep. uh, we sort of came to that agreement that way. What we changed was tenants happy, owners happy, agents happy, and obviously there's no property manager in this one, but property manager would have been fully up kept up to loop as well.
0: But like was the tenant happy?
1: I thought you were happy. <laughs> I'm You're just, always happy to see me, weren't
0: you? I'm just staring. No, I just like I think for me the biggest thing was because there wasn't a property manager, I was happy that you were so… You were the middle person. Yeah. Yep. But I also think like you were so upfront with me. Yeah. Like me and you had spoken on so many occasions and you just kept me in the loop. Yep. And I think I needed that. Yeah. Because like you said, I didn't have a property manager and I knew that the owners would want basically every day opens if they could. Yeah. So… Correct the fact that you and me were on the same page, yep. I felt like I could breathe again. Yeah,
1: and yep. it was just little subtle changes like, um, you know, the buyers that attended probably didn't notice any difference whatsoever but we went from, I think you were having 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. Afternoon, afternoon opens. home yep. opens
1: right in the middle of Fox's nap time. Yep. Versus the actual home opens at 11 o'clock which suited a bit
0: better. So much better.
1: Um, yeah, little subtle changes like that makes you happier. Mm-hmm. you happier. Is the house presenting better? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it all ticks along from there. Now, we still had a couple home opens but mm-hmm. we expected that. Yep. Um, and eventually we ended up with multiple offers.
0: However, you had a lot of appointments. Did we? I feel like you had maybe like three. During the week?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think you did two of them for me too.
0: I did. But, like, I did that as an agent, not as a tenant. Yeah. Definitely not as a yeah. tenant. That was me being an agent. Yeah. Which, again, yep. the owners had always – not that I was looked after by them, but yep. like they had always said, oh, every second weekend is fine if you're fine with-
1: Midweek. Correct. Yeah, it's correct. And, and we never threw them on you with too little notice. It was always over 24 hours notice. And
0: you would let me be there. Yep. So that was the yep. difference. I, A, because it's you, felt comfortable in being there. Yep. And I was like, well, I'm going to be doing my life, yep. feeding the kids, putting the kids down. You're fine. Just That's do inside first. It's
1: a good one to touch on. If uh, If you're having your property sold as a tenant, there's no obligation to leave at a home open.
0: Is there not? No. You can
1: stay there if you want to. I can't force you out. It's your home.
0: It's like I wasn't comfortable staying for home opens. Yep. I was always annoyed because they're supposed to be half an hour home opens and they went for so long. That's, r- that's rural. Exactly. That's rural. Exactly. That's rural. exactly. So, yeah. Normal job would block come situation home.
1: on a 400-square-metre block, your buyers are only out in 10 minutes. Yep. 7.4 acres there. They take they a bit never look around. <laughs> yes.
0: But I would always come home yep. and, again,
1: Quite often you were waiting in the driveway Always. or <laughs> you were coming home and sort of we were pushing you yeah, out of the door. Which is that
0: was fine. Yeah. Like I don't think I ever made anyone feel uncomfortable in coming home. No. And no. I was fine. Like I didn't feel uncomfortable And we, we
1: stress that to any buyer. Like it, it's never that you're coming home to 40 groups in the house. It's usually oh, yeah. one family. Yep. And in the, what's happening is I'm usually just having a conversation with that family and I just say to them, you know, the, the tenant's got a right to come home. They didn't have to leave really. Um, they're just going to go unload the car. We'll keep talking. And when it's a block that big, you're barely noticeable.
0: Yeah. And that's true. And like letting the dogs out of the car, because obviously yeah. I took the dogs. Yep. So, would it, in a normal situation, yep. would you be okay to leave a pet? How does that work with pet? Because I always wanted to. My yep. dog barks. I'm never going to leave her. She's yep. the bum.
1: So, in a, in a normal situation, I'll typically try and have the conversation with the tenant face-to-face yep. um, and sort of say, look, you're well within your right to stay here. However, some people do feel uncomfortable with people looking around the house. Do you reckon
0: like the tenant feels uncomfortable or yep. the buyers are uncomfortable? Both. Both. I would be uncomfortable. Yep.
1: Yeah. Definitely both because uh, a buyer won't give as much feedback as they would if the house was vacant or empty. Um, <laughs> yeah, whereas that
0: makes sense. The
1: tenant's sitting there trying to watch every single buyer in a mm-hmm. house and what they're going through. So, um, and buyers don't. Like they're not going through cupboards. They're not looking in your pantry. They're not looking in your fridge. Mm. You know, at, at worst, they might look under cupboards where there's sinks.
0: Mm. So yep. you're
1: looking for water damage or, or things of the nature or looking in linen cupboards to see what storage options are there. I
0: but, guess for me, I never had an issue going out. Yeah. Because, again, backtracking, because you stepped in, spoke to me about the home open times. Yep. You know what time my son sleeps. Like it yep. would just. For me, I was like, fine, happy to leave you to it. I'll yep. leave. You can let yourself in. I did make candle. you wake
1: your kid up once,
0: didn't I? Yeah, but that was just weird. Like, <laughs> he never sleeps that long. That was yeah. just weird. Um, So, for me as a tenant, I think it was really important that Nick knew exactly my life because in the Arvo home opens, there was nothing more annoying. It was literally in the middle of Fox's nap time. Yep. So, he was feral. Yeah. So, I really think preface that. And for me, Sundays worked better.
1: That's just something that... You know, any good agent's going to understand. Um, but I don't know, anyone like... that specialises in tenant sales as well. Yeah. Understands that through the process. You know, if, if it's your owner selling a house and they live there, you're not going to do a home open during their kid's sleep time. True, true. That would never allow.
0: But so I Why wonder... should a tenant
1: be forced to allow that?
0: Because I wonder if people know that they can. Because, look, I've been in real estate for forever and initially with the first yep. round, I probably wasn't as comfortable being like, look, this 2, 3 o'clock doesn't work for me. Yep. I just wasn't, yep. but like as soon as it was you, I was like, "Look, we're not doing afternoons because yep. it's the worst." Sunday done, and then I can chill. Everyone, yep. the kids can play, just have their stuff out. So I think as a tenant, if like we're friends, as yep. we've said, but like it would be nerve wracking if you yep. had somebody come along.
1: But take the friendship out of it. I think it's just the conversation opens the door.
0: Yeah, like you, know, you as an agent, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The of conversation
1: course. opens the door, and all of a sudden you're not getting told the home opens at next time. Mm. You're going, okay. What works? This is for you? what works. This is the time we like what works best
0: yeah yeah and then
1: just by having that conversation you get down to an answer that suits both parties and a better relationship through the whole process
0: so what happens and this is my me like genuinely interested what would happen if my owner seller had said i want a home open every saturday and sunday every week
1: you within the tenancy act would be able to say no um Don't quote me on my exact wording here, but I know the tenant can't stand in the way of the owner's right to sell the property. Yeah, which is true. But there has to be a reasonable amount of viewings at a reasonable time frame, something else reasonable.
0: Yeah. And look, I know like obviously through the tenancy act, you can say no, but then like you also know I'm a pushover. So, I just wonder if like you had said to me, I want to do, they want Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah,
1: the word reasonable is a big one here. It is, it's you know, define reason. reasonable. Yeah, so, um, if you said no to absolutely every viewing that I tried to organize, mm-hmm. um, I don't know the form number, you're going to help me here, but there is form a form 19, form 19 yep. for entry. Yep. Um, and that allows us to make a viewing, I think it's Monday to Saturday, mm-hmm. nine till five, potentially, yep. and nine yep. till 12 or on something a on a Saturday. Yep. So, um if it got down to the nitty-gritty. You
0: can enforce can it.
1: enforce it. Correct. But you never want to go through that because yeah. if I enforce a home open on you, probably going to be at a time not suitable to you and therefore the to- home's not going to be looking good. Yeah. So, it's always about working together.
0: Yeah. And that's a big part. I think it really comes down to what type of agent yeah. you are. Like at the end of the day, no matter how the owner is or how the tenant is, if you're a good agent that communicates and yep. understands people have lives, yep. you're not going to have an yep. issue with it. And, and this goes
1: back to the same with photography and everything as well. Yep. Even even all the way back to the appraisal stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as long as the agent understands what the tenant's schedule is, mm-hmm. goes say, okay, you work nine to five, or mm-hmm. probably more than that in all honesty. Yeah. Um, but when is suitable for me to come through and look at your house for 10 minutes that isn't going to inconvenience you?
0: So I have a question for you yep. that may make you uncomfortable. Go on. Will you lie to a tenant? For an owner, for a seller.
1: I won't lie to a tenant. You, you can't lie, but the sometimes there's things that get left out of conversations to not stress a tenant out immediately. Or
0: so if an owner says to you, Nicholas, I want an appraisal. Yep. I'm gonna sell. Nicholas. Yep. I know do you like that? No, I really I don't made that for really <laughs> <don't, yeah. laughs> Um, I want an appraisal. I'm yep. definitely going to sell. Yep. But I don't want you to tell the tenant.
1: What do you say? Well, at that point we're we're not gonna have access to the house. So, I'm not even going to have the tenant's contact details. Yep. So,
0: you however, don't know. Like, this is yep. it's the first conversation yep. you've had.
1: Yep. So, however, what would typically happen in this instance is, yeah, an owner goes, I need a, an appraisal on my house. I'm thinking about selling. Mm-hmm. No one ever tells me they're definitely selling because okay. then they know that they're not in competition or, you know, all, they or, play or the, all the mind game. games. Come yes, and yes, and do yes. It. Yeah. So, they're thinking about selling. Um, can we access the property for an appraisal? We contact the property managers, we say, look, we've been asked to do a valuation. At this point, it is always for, for not for valuation purposes or tax purposes because we're not valuers, mm-hmm. but it's to give the owner an idea of what the property's worth. If the mark if the price is right, they may sell. The
0: so is that right, how you word it?
1: That's how I word it. Because so that's reasonable. Even if an owner comes to me and goes, I'm definitely selling. Mm. If it's worth hundred grand less than what they thought. They're probably not going to sell
0: yeah, unless they
1: absolutely need to, which is very few and far between.
0: Yeah, okay. That's fair.
1: So, And then I go on to say the same thing to the tenants after the property manager has hopefully had that conversation with them.
0: Yeah, and like we've touched on this before. It's always nice for the property manager to give the tenant the heads up and then when you call, it's not such a shock. Yep,
1: and at that point, the owner's not selling. Yep. They're considering their options, mm-hmm. pending price.
0: Okay. Fair, fair, fair. We
1: go through. We explain that to the tenant as well. Yep. Look, just because I'm here doesn't mean that they're going to sell.
0: Mm-hmm. I do
1: over 100 appraisals a year for tenants of properties and I probably sell 15 of them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so you do just give the owner a price.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, we give the owner a price. We run through all the fees and the process and everything from there and then the owner makes a decision if they're going to sell or not mm-hmm. and when they're going to sell.
0: Yeah. If they okay. are. Okay. That's Some big.
1: properties may be beneficial selling vacant so it may be better waiting for that lease to expire. And then selling it vacant.
0: Mm, So
1: there's a bit of a process there. We don't lie to a tenant but we definitely don't stress that the The property's going to the market because you don't want to stress the tenant out if it's not.
0: And it is stressful. I have never been as stressed as I have because also because my last house sold. So the last 12 months have been awful. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So we're back to viewings, home opens, everything's all good. Then you get an offer. Yep. How, how
1: much do you, as a tenant, think you should be made aware of what goes on in that process?
0: Me as a tenant, or me as an I'm as a, a, in the real estate industry. You,
1: give me give me two answers. You as a tenant, and then you as a property manager.
0: Um. So me as a tenant. Well, I'm a super nosy person, yep. just in general. That's fine. Most yeah. tenants are. Yep. So I think I I think once there's an offer on the property. It would be nice to say, "Hey, look, there is an offer." Then maybe like home opens are going to stop for a bit because yep. uh, you know I think it, I think to be honest, it depends if the offer is anything that would stop a home open. Yep. Um, if it's like a offer that's nowhere near it, yep. like two hundred grand away, and we're still going to go to home open. Yep. Ignorance is bliss, maybe. Yep. Because my life's not going to change. The house Correct. is still yep. on the market. Yep. Um. If it's an own, if it's an offer where the owner's engaging in it, so countering, and that, and you, I think this comes back to you as the agent. If you believe that this offer you're negotiating will stop home opens, yep. then I want to know because then I can go. I don't care about the price. I don't care about any of it. But I know home opens going to stop because it's going to yep. be under offer. So for me, I think because that's you know, I think because you know, I'm so house proud. The thought of every fortnight perfectly dressing the house.
1: But if you're in a negotiation phase with an offer and then it doesn't get signed off and I've told you that there's a chance home opens are going to stop. Yeah. Then I'll call you the next day to say home opens going to happen again.
0: Look, it was still a nice 24 hours of not stressing. <laughs> like I think, I think that's just me because I was always stressing about opens. Yeah. I was like planning my weekend and what I was doing knowing I had a home open. Yep. So if Ash wanted to go riding on his motorbike on a Sunday, what I do with the kids you know yep. so I think I just personally liked it when you were like okay look this is this so you were like okay home opens the stop or it might just be an appointment moving yep. on dependent.
1: So you probably knew a lot more of what was going on purely because we spend every day together here in the Correct. office. Correct yeah. But so what I would typically do is I believe a tenant and a property manager should know the same information. Yep. Um, so in a negotiation phase before a contract's actually accepted, mm-hmm. I'll engage with the tenant and property manager if the lease is a problem in there. So, if it's a periodical lease or if there's a fixed-term lease, we're working dates and things around that, yep. obviously, we need to ensure that the tenant's aware of what's going on as it may affect their lease. Yep. And the property manager, obviously, anything to do with the rental being in place pre or post settlement. Correct. need to yep. be up to date as well. Yep. Um, if it's a straightforward, let's say it's a fixed-term um, lease yep. and you're there until April next year and we're selling it in October to someone that's obviously aware that they've got to take on that investment, I probably won't tell you until it's under contract because there's no point creating that early stress or that early questions until we have a solution there.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I
1: heard a lot of tenants finding out that their property is under contract purely based on the fact that a sign went up with an under contract.
0: See, and that's, yeah, that's not for me. I would have been... Fuming, Like just yep. as a general tenant, if somebody else was yep. selling it and I drove out and left and my sign yep. went from for sale to under offer, yep. I would have been fuming. Find
1: out your yep. house is sold by a sticker.
0: Yeah, yep, absolutely. So,
1: once contract's in place, then I think the tenant, property manager, as the seller and buyer do, should know the timeline. Yeah. So, when finance is due, um, when the inspections are likely to occur because yep. you still have to put up, as you did, with a building termite financial mm-hmm. inspection. Yep. Um, And then what this proposed settlement time is.
0: And I think that's the thing as well that's – and that's not like a you thing, but that's annoying because it's like uh, even though it's under offer, we still had the broker inspect, we still had the building inspector and the pest inspection. Yep. Still a lot of people coming through. And then again, you're still going to do the final inspection with the owner. I was going
1: to say you're lucky you're leaving because we've still got structural defects to repair and final inspection And our
0: city smoke alarms.
1: And smoke alarms to check. Yep. Because they're out of date.
0: So, basically, where we're at now is finance has been approved. Yep. Um, We had the building and pest done last week, but I'm actually vacating. Lucky you. So, I was on a fixed-term lease agreement until October, but the owners had said to me back in April, at any point if you find a house, you can basically give us 24 hours' notice. Now, that's not normal. Again, just to preface, um, they were like, we'll mutually terminate your lease and you guys go. So Any
1: good sales agent will have that conversation with the tenant.
0: I find out what their
1: plans are Yeah, because at the end of the day, that opens more doors for a buyer. Yeah, because if it's not an investor. So it should be discussed. Um, But, yeah, there's agreements. Every agreement between buyer, uh, between owner and tenant can be different. Yeah. So
0: So I then put my real estate hat on and thought, okay, let's find a house um, because if I find something, I want to go before the house settles because technically if it's settled and my fixed term lease was in place, the buyers could have held me to it. Correct. And
1: you have to make another agreement with a new party.
0: Correct. So for me, I was just like, look, let's find somewhere. So then we've basically worked out that we're vacating next week and we will hand the property back. The seller will do my final bond inspection. And then, yeah, we're basically like, I'm Should done. We were
1: wrapped up before settlement. Yeah. Yep.
0: Which is nice.
1: Yep. And, again, you're not having to be there for a final inspection or Thank repairs. Thank God. <laughs> Thank
0: God. I only say that because, like, it's been a lot. Yep. Like, I got in trouble for having a weed in a plant. I'm still traumatised about that. Still.
1: I really hope they don't listen to this.
0: <laughs> but I'm not being mean. It's true.
1: This was before my time. I just want to reiterate this. This <laughs> wouldn't have gone across at my time. I Would got have been better delivered.
0: in trouble. But the weed did look like a plant.
1: Like- no, it, was, it was a couple of foot high, Kelly. Bush. It was a couple of foot high. Okay, but guys. And it was a weed.
0: But it looked like a bush. Yeah. And it was just green and nice and like the pot was empty. They left the pots I heard, empty. I heard
1: you gave it a name.
0: I did. I can't remember what it was. I was actually trying to think about it then. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like herbivore.
1: Really the weed or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's really like the process of selling. And
1: look, it's. Again, private agreements make things a hell of a lot more complicated. Absolutely, yep. um, So, where communication would really go through a property manager or a sales agent, you've had a lot of dealings with the owner direct
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the owner's been coming over direct. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they sent their daughter to wipe down the table they, for, oh, a table before I open. Oh, I forgot
0: about that. Um,
1: little things like that would not occur typically. Mm. That's a relationship that you've formed with the owner or mm-hmm. the seller. Mm-hmm. Um Again, because you've never said no before, so they think they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, Whereas conversations like that, I was, you know, apart from us talking in the office, I was never privy to as the sales agent. So, typically, you don't have a relationship with the owner. There's someone put in place to avoid that. Yeah. And therefore, all conversations go through the property manager and I.
0: And I think that's why I now am so grateful to see how you work as an agent because, like, I know that if you were selling a tenant a property that we have under management, that the tenants would be fully across it.
1: It's it's a specialty field.
0: It is. You know. And that's the thing. Like, yep. I don't think a lot of, well, I don't think, you know, it's maybe 50-50 agents yep. that sell owner-occupied's majority or agents that sell investment properties. Like, yep. you know it. So, when we've spoken about it before or even now, you know how the tenant feels because you've dealt with it so much. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep.
1: And being a property manager as well yes. so you understand what you have to do in terms of guidelines and everything. So, um, But, yeah, no, I've had other companies refer their rent roll sales to me over over people in, in their office purely because, yeah, it is a very specialty field. And as I say, when you've got five people in, in a line to make a deal work, you've got to keep all five happy.
0: Yeah, and not everyone can do that.
1: I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anything right. else you want to touch on in the sale process, my friend? Not
1: really through a tentative process. I just yeah. want to stress that Kelly's example was… Extreme. <laughs> …probably one of the worst <laughs> out <down> there.
0: <laughs> no, but I do think it's good and it's also good for people to hear like… Because you know how sometimes people ha- have had bad property manager experiences so they think, oh, I'll just rent privately because yep. I hate property managers. Yep. Guys, always rent through a property manager. Yep. I'm now renting through a property manager I was going to say, to recap. Yeah. 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 I am now. Like I wouldn't rent privately again. Yep. Um, even my Heathridge house was private.
1: Yeah. There's definitely benefits to it. What? Very minimal. I was going to say maybe
0: like 20 bucks cheaper rent because I don't have the fees.
1: Correct. And that's probably pushing it mm-hmm. as a tenant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, as a landlord and myself being a landlord, I wouldn't do it ever.
0: Yeah, because I remember me and you having this conversation. Yeah. You would never manage your house privately. Yeah. Why?
1: Because I don't want to think about it first. Yeah. There is a business transaction. Yep. Um, don't get me wrong, it was my first house and I love the house, but it's a business now. Yep. Um, my tenant, I did find myself. Yeah. So I did also yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, just so happened to be that um, one of my friends from the footy club, his auntie or my, my Tyler's sister, however you want to look at it, was looking for a place. And um, But beyond that, I sent the application straight to the property manager. They did all the right checks. Yep. They did all the background checks. They put the lease in place. They moved her in. And from the minute that I found her, all the proper checks were done, Um, Chloe in the office now looks after it and, yeah.
0: You're happy. Yeah.
1: I get my money every month and get my inspection report every three months and I make sure my lawn's green and that's all I care about. And
0: it's good. Like it's good for the tenant too because they know like they can come to Chloe and if they haven't worded a problem correctly, she'll be the middleman to then ask you.
1: And occasionally my tenant has come to me direct on a couple of
0: things. Did you say go away?
1: In those, not those words. I just um, no, I just uh, essentially, I'd forward the message straight to Chloe and say, "Can you deal with this?"
0: Yeah, and okay. go back
1: to the tenant and say, "I'll forward it to Chloe. She's sure all organising it. it. Um, you know, anything that needs doing, I'll do there." But I don't want that communication coming to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to
0: be the one sorting. It. And that's yeah. fair enough. You're paying for a service. You expect yeah. a service. Fair. Yep. Easy. So, Nick, thank you for coming on. That's right. right. We're trying to get Nick to also start recording a podcast, so under the Alliance experience. I <laughs>
1: don't know about leading. I like being the, uh, the second person.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I'm surprised. What? I never asked to lead. I just got roped into it.
1: Charlie should lead the next one.
0: Charlie's done one yeah. podcast and she's like, I'm done.
1: You probably can't hear her, but she's saying yes. What she's I can hear. so keen. Yeah, she's just nodding, yes, yes. I really can't wait. Oh, that's she's funny. done one. She did all right.
0: She did great. Nick yeah. listens to all our podcasts, which I love.
1: I don't listen to myself.
0: Do you not? Nah. You're not going to listen to this? No,
1: nah, probably not. Oh. No. Nah. Nah. Yeah, I'll listen. I've got, I've got to catch up with Claire and Courtney. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, All Reports, that was a good one. So I'll yep. listen to that with the dog walk, but.
0: Not no. this one. I feel like this is a good podcast.
1: My voice just doesn't do it for me.
0: I. That's why I don't <laughs> listen. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Nick, I hope you come back soon. Always. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode on the Alliance Experience. Don't forget to follow us on Insta, alliance.leasing.